Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today. As we're going to discuss the ongoing Venus energies that are coming in and opening up new energies in ourselves. And this is an important cycle right now as Venus begins a new journey in Aries alongside the Sun in Aries and continues on over the next few months to connect and meet up with the outer planets as well as the North Node in Gemini. And because the Aries energy is about new beginnings, beginnings, a new adventure, a new start, there is something here that's coming through that is fresh and different. And with the Venus energy traveling with the sun in Aries for the remaining days of March 2021, there is a strong focus here, a warmth, a light, an energy that's being supported around this Venus energy really gaining strength and shining within each of us. So we're going to talk about this energy, what is opening up, and perhaps some themes and things to be aware of in your own world, in your own life, so that you can see how this is a time of newness. This is a new cycle, a new energy coming through that is also asking you to go higher in understanding what you desire, what you want, what you need, and also in the overall growth of your own heart. The Venus energies really bring us back to our own sense of worthiness, what we value, what we desire, what we want in our lives. This is the energy of the feminine expression of ourselves, how we receive, how we receive energies from others, how we receive in a way that recognizes our own energy, recognizes who we are from a place of love. These energies of the feminine that are expressed through Venus also connect us to more of what's in our hearts that feel good, generates confidence, and reminds us of the pleasures of life, what brings us happiness, what opens us up to more joy, how we connect with those energy fields, and how we really feel into them on a regular basis. Now, Venus energy in general is very soft. It's not usually a strong energy in astrology because it's more receptive. Of course, this varies widely depending on the astrological sign that Venus is in, as well as the house placement and the aspects that she is receiving from other planets. But in general, Venus reminds us about what it is to be experiencing this world, this physical world, and how to make the most of it, how to really tap into those unexpected joys and those things that just make us feel good about our journey and our lives. Starting in March 2021, as she begins a new cycle of energy in Aries, this is important for understanding the bigger energetic significance that you can feel and tap into around these Venus energies, around your ability to receive and to love yourself, around what you're really feeling in your heart. So we're going to go through the cycles and the energies that are coming through. And what I'm feeling really strongly here is that we're also being asked to detach and unhook our expectations that have gone outside of ourselves to other people. And this is a very prominent theme right now, mostly because the energies are in Aries. And Aries is the energy of self, self-identity. It's very subjective. It's about this is what I want, I need. That Aries energy brings you back to your own energy field and really brings you back to your own aura. 
So if we look at the Aries energy as bringing us back into our own aura, where have you put, we'll call them cords or strings or attachments outside of yourself into other people's auras? Now, as I say this, I'm getting the visual of these cords that you could feel that are attached to certain chakras in your own energy field, and then they're attached to somebody else's chakra system. It could be that there's energy in your solar plexus chakra, for example, that is attached to someone else's solar plexus chakra, and also their third eye chakra, or their sacral chakra, or their root chakra. There can be many of these cords and these strings going out. And what I'm feeling is really important right now is to truly unhook these cords. And I'm seeing it as unhook, not simply cut, but literally to just remove them from wherever they've gone outside of you to call all that energy back to you. Now, this might be something that you can visualize or tap into during meditation or during something that is coming up for you about where these energy hooks are. And there could be a lot for you to look at or discover in that imagery or in that exercise. Um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that in today's show, other than this might be something that you feel into that opens up to you as the Venus journey unfolds. This could be something where you get some insight or an intuitive hit over especially through the end of March into April because I'm feeling like these are retractions these are it's a time to energetically retract call things back into yourself and it could be very unconscious it could be very unaware there could be things that you've realized you haven't let go of certain people of certain attachments, of certain expectations, and this could be a really good time for you to do so, to release them in love, to release them with gratitude, or just to release them in peace, however this might look for you. And then I'm seeing these energies coming back into the aura, and they need to be cleansed, meaning you don't want to pull somebody's energy back into your energy field. It's almost like you want these cords to to be cleansed. And there's something about it where it can be cleansed with light energy. It could be cleansed by dissolving those cords. It, It could be something that maybe you just tap into that feels right for you. But as you're bringing this energy back into yourself, it fortifies you. It brings you back into the strength of who you are, the confidence of who you are. And it helps us release more from previous cycles. Again, this can even be for lifetimes of energies. I mean, this can be for people from long ago, like someone from elementary school or grade school. I mean, this could really be a deep exercise if you wanted it to go there. What I'm feeling is that this is really strong right now because of how that Venus in Aries is traveling with the sun in Aries. So the sun is very strong in Aries. It's exalted. Uh, Whenever the sun is in a fire sign, it's at home in its own element. And so there's a very strong masculine energy here with that sun in Aries. There's courage and confidence. This is the energy of the archetype of leadership, of being clear on who you want, where you're going, what matters to you. So there's an energy here that's very strengthening. 
Venus in Aries, however, is not as strong. In fact, she's in her detriment in Aries because Aries is a masculine energy and it's the home of Mars. And so Venus is hanging out in the energy of Mars and she's not as feminine as she prefers. So she's a little bit uncomfortable in this Aries energy, but she's being supported by the sun and Aries as they travel together through about the end of March. Uh, They are in a conjunction And that means the sun is blasting Venus with higher consciousness. The sun is bringing in new rays of light, new neutrinos, new awareness about herself, new understandings about who she is, what she wants, what she desires. Also a new sense of herself, a new sense of this is what's really in my heart, or this is really what I want, or this is really what matters to me in this lifetime. As she travels with the sun in this close conjunction, she's understanding more of who she is. And then the energies become even more interesting as both the sun and Venus in this energy, which we call the Venus star point, meet up with Chiron at eight degrees of Aries. This is also rare. And Chiron brings in the healing themes. Now, I have been talking about the Venus star point energies in two previous podcasts, and you may want to go back and listen to them or perhaps listen to them for the first time because this energy is very prominent and we're meant to be very aware of ourselves. And so as both the sun and Venus in Aries travel together and meet up with the wounded healer asteroid we call Chiron, this is where something tender comes to our awareness that maybe has been unhealed. Now, what I'm feeling around this uh, that also adds to the significance of this energy is that Chiron entered Aries back in February 2019. And since then, since February 2019 until now, we've had this Chiron and Aries energy revealing more of who we really are. And it's a bit like the warrior of Aries taking off that shield, putting down the sword, not having the armor anymore, and is more bare and perhaps raw and uncomfortable because Chiron comes through and exposes what's really happening at a very deep level and it can expose these themes through lifetimes of energies, lifetimes of the soul's experience. So here we have now the sun and Venus traveling in this first deacon of Aries, opening up more of what you've been learning, shining a light, bringing in love to understand what you've been working on since February 2019. And now they meet up with Chiron and there could be something that opens up for you in the truth of who you are now. And again, this can feel tender and vulnerable and raw. It can be a bit like, oh, I don't know if this is really me. But it's interesting because you've already been working with these energies. The Chiron passage has already been across this eight degrees of Aries. So there's already been things that you've been feeling into or sensing parts of your life, parts of yourself where you're gathering courage, you're gaining confidence to do something new, to go in a new direction, to make a different choice, to be courageous in a whole new way. And now we have the sun and the Venus energy coming through and reminding you that you're worth it. You can do it. This is motivational and inspiring energies. But because Chiron's involved, there's something here too that I'm feeling is opening up perhaps some parts of yourself that have experienced trauma. 
uh, the PTSD. There can be some energies around healing from abuse, healing from anger, healing from any of these lower, I'm going to call them root chakra energies. These are energies of survival. How you had to survive perhaps when you were a child, what you had to do to get through, what you did because that's who you were or what you knew, what you did uh, simply because that was your family, that was your culture, that was the community, that was just what you did in that environment. And Aries is our immediate environments. It's what we enter into uh, when we don't know any better and we're just looking to survive. And the root chakra energies are the whole fight or flight instincts. Uh, It's where you can look at yourself and see maybe why you made certain choices or didn't make certain choices uh, based on what your options were or where you thought you would be safe. So this Chiron in Aries is helping us reprogram and look at where we feel safe in ourselves, in our energy, where we feel safe to be ourselves in our families, how you could be shifting a paradigm in your family, how you could be the first to do something or you're clearing energies or you're making a change. There's something about an initiation here that is coming through that we're being required to really understand and to really look at. So what this is really opening up is so much more than we knew existed. It's expanding our consciousness, expanding our own self-awareness. And the strength of the sun is reminding you that at a soul level, you came in to move through certain experiences or certain chapters of your life because you knew it would pay off. You knew there would be something beneficial that would come from it. You knew that it could be any number of things that would be the payoff, whether that was just completing karma or ending something for yourself at a soul level, or it could be more material, meaning it's more in the physical world where there would be something that would come from this understanding, something that you could make of it and use to go forward. So I feel like what we're meant to remember is that whatever you've been working through, especially since February 2019, this is where there's things that are coming together and helping you see more of who you are outside of what you thought or expected or assumed, outside of family, outside of immediate environment, outside of that previous consciousness or previous definition of self. So not only does that sun in Aries connecting with Chiron in Aries open up these energies and give you a sense of confidence that this all has a purpose, this all has a reason, but then the Venus energy comes through and she reminds you to love yourself, accept yourself, look at what you've done that's been absolutely correct for you. And I don't mean this from a judgment sense, I mean this from a sense of Again, that self-acceptance of you did what you needed to do, and now it's time for a new start, a new direction, a higher understanding of what's possible in your own energy field. So as we have this very strong energy of the Venus star point, and then both the Sun and Venus conjunct Chiron, we then have the Libra full moon, which happens, and I have a separate video for you on YouTube discussing that. So I won't go too much into it here, But what's significant about the Libra full moon is that it's ruled by Venus. So again, it brings our attention back to these Venus energies and what we're really doing to love ourselves, love our energy, really honor how far we've come and to do so with a higher awareness where 
I, I feel this energy actually going up through the crown chakra as something that receives the downloads or receives the messages about why, why you've been through certain experiences, what you've been wanting to learn in this lifetime at a soul level, uh, the who's, who has shown up, uh, how you can go through uh, those main questions of what, when, why, where, how, and it can show you more about the understandings that we've been gifted with. It's like this, this playground of ways to understand ourselves, our lives, relationships, but coming back to that relationship with self as the primary foundation that we build from now. And I, again, I feel this is very new energy. I feel it coming through uh, sometimes in droplets and then sometimes in an accelerated fashion. And that can be something that you just trust for yourself. When Venus is in Aries, things tend to move fast. There tends to be expectations of things moving faster because of this impatience, but also the Aries energy to get it done, to move it forward. Let's do this. So you could be feeling that as well, meaning you could have some understandings that arrive very quickly around these bigger themes in your life. And again, you could think of it in terms of relationships, but also the relationship with yourself and what you're learning there, especially maybe in terms of how you've shown up in relationships or the kind of partner you've been, the type of sibling you've been, the type of parent, uh, the type of coworker or boss or manager, all the various relationships that we have in our lives and how we move through them. There could be some things that you understand. Now, Venus in Aries is going to sextile Saturn in Aquarius on March 30th. And then Venus is going to sextile Jupiter in Aquarius April 10th. And as Venus in Aries meets up with both Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius, she's getting a fuller understanding of her cosmic self, her cosmic energy, which is part of what Aquarius taps us into reminds us of our uniqueness, reminds us of our limitlessness as well. So I feel like what Venus is doing is as she gets going in this new cycle, she's going to have support. She's going to have support for more of who she is, more of what she wants. And there's a stretching energy here where she taps into other energy fields. And again, this is what I feel as very cosmic in that we can detach from this physical reality when we want to, and we can see everything from a higher perspective. And this Venus, she doesn't often do that. Again, it depends on which astrological sign she's in and her conversations with other planets, but she tends to be more concerned with the present moment, uh, tapping into her reality right now and what she's experiencing. But this is where Venus is opening up to even more of what she is uniquely tuned into and what she is uniquely capable of. And so this is where the new gifts under arrive, where we have new understandings of what we can do, of what's possible for us. Uh, there is the potential for change here, the change in growth, the change in trajectory, the change in higher consciousness that supports this Venus in Aries in a way that doesn't keep her too stuck or too self-involved. That's another thing here because the Venus in Aries can be very much about this is my world, this is what matters to me, and she can be out of touch with the bigger picture of it all. 
So I feel like into April, especially into the middle of April, Venus is really going to expand her boundaries. And as she does so with these connections to the planets in Aquarius, again, there's new gifts that are possible, new awakenings, new understandings, new levels of awareness that also reprogram her, reprogram what she wants to receive and experience, reprograms what she wants and where she's headed next. So I feel like this is really a big deal because of how this Venus energy can work with our hearts at multiple levels that shift us permanently. It's a bit like, it's, it's a bit like changing what you're attracted to or what you want. It's it's changing what you're drawn to or what you desire. It shifts you in another direction. And I feel like what she's ready for is something new, something higher. And that's part of this energy cycle is that the Venus energy of those feminine themes of receiving, love, connecting, are opening up to new directions of growth. And that means there can be new people, new people that are showing up that you interact with, new people that you're interested in, new people that you are connecting with in all areas of life that are revealing more to you. Perhaps this can be in small ways or in very big ways. It's almost like you could have a conversation with someone who introduces you to a whole new way of life, a whole new way of living, or a whole new value system. You know, they show you more of what's possible in life that you just didn't see or you weren't ready for or you didn't want. You didn't want to know other variances in how to live life. So I feel like what this is doing is it's expanding our hearts but it's opening us up to this energy field of the higher heart. Now, the higher heart is more of the spiritual heart. It's a very open energy field. I often see it as a very beautiful rose color, like a soft pink, and it encapsulates everything with love. And it's the ability to see someone who's different than you, that you disagree with, that you really don't like on a human level. Well, the higher heart opens you up to accepting them, to seeing them as a human being, uh, to understanding more of what you're learning with them. All of these things that maybe our human selves don't always understand. That higher heart gives us a bigger perspective. And Venus is growing in that manner. It's growing and lifting our hearts and it's showing us even more ways of living our lives that could be very satisfying, very rewarding, bring about new joys, new pleasures, and also reminds us how limitless the universe is. So as Venus connects with Aquarius, she is being electrified and she is opening up. Now, what happens next that's very fascinating is that on the Aries new moon on April 11th, the Aries new moon is at 22 degrees of Aries and Venus will be at 26 degrees of Aries. So she's conjunct this new moon, um, which makes her, again, a big player in these lunar cycle energies. So she's being emphasized by both the sun and the moon in Aries, signaling the new start, giving her that push and that burst to move forward. But what's really significant is that she's receiving an exact square from Pluto in Capricorn at 26 degrees. And this is the energy of the soul's evolution. And this square is requiring her to do something differently. 
This is not a place where Venus can just relax and rest and be in the status quo. She can't just do things as normal. This is a cosmic push, a soul growth push to do something new and different at a soul level. And so it can be wildly uncomfortable and it can be something that scares you because it is foreign, it's different, it's outside of what you've known. And there's something here where this Pluto in Capricorn is applying a pressure on Venus in Aries to stick with a long-term plan to do a new direction, to follow a new path, and to keep showing up for herself. I feel this energy as not only is it uncomfortable, but it might not have the immediate payoffs or immediate gratification that the Aries energy prefers. And so there's this sense of, I have to do it differently, but I don't know what that means and I don't know why. And a part of you can just resist it or be afraid. But you know, these are cardinal energies. Both Aries and Capricorn are cardinal energies that initiate the new seasons of our year that get us going. So again, there's this pressure and this push to change relationship habits and patterns. Um, This can be something that shows up through karma you've been working through or completing. At this Aries new moon, there is a no going back. There's a sense of exhaustion. If you were to try to get on that merry-go-round again to circle around in something, I'm I'm getting the image of like you'd fall off quickly. Like there, it just wouldn't stick. There'd be things that just don't stay together because the energies right now are so different. They're requiring us to keep growing and to keep evolving. So this Venus is really being put through some intense changes, ready or not. Then when she goes into Taurus, which she enters Taurus on April 14th, she is in her home sign and she's more comfortable in Taurus than her other ruling sign of Libra. And that's because Taurus is a feminine energy, whereas Libra is masculine. So yes, Venus is associated with both Taurus and Libra, but they're different. They're different in how they show up and how they interact and different in their intentions and expressions. So this Venus in Taurus is at home in the grounded practical energies of Taurus. She really enjoys this. She can tap into more of what she wants and what she needs. She tends to be more aware of what matters to her and what has meaning. But as she voyages through Taurus, she then has a conjunction with Uranus at 10 degrees of Taurus. And this is actually happening on April 23rd. And that's always a big movement energy where there's surprises, there's unexpected developments, there's breakthroughs, uh, there's windfalls, or there's something coming through around the Venus areas of life that were unexpected and that reveal more of how she can't simply rest and take a break. So I feel like what comes through here as Venus is conjunct Uranus and Taurus reiterates what she opened up and learned when she connected with the planets in Aquarius. And that's because Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. So when she has this conjunction with Uranus, I feel like something is strongly downloaded in her reality, in her world, perhaps in a very clear manner, Uh, perhaps it's felt physically or it's something she physically sees, perhaps it comes through in something that is very important to her. This feels like she is being deeply reprogrammed based on what she's been learning 
since March 21st. So a month later, about a month later on April 23rd, there's more energies that come through that shake up Venus, that shake her up and help her see how she's different now, how she can do things differently, what she's meant to understand and what she's meant to tap into. Now she continues on and as she gets to 22 degrees of Taurus, she then connects with that Neptune in Pisces and this will happen May 3rd. And this is a very supportive energy too that reminds her of more of her spiritual talents, her spiritual gifts, opens her up to more of her intuition. Uh, This can be a feeling of I am more than this body. I am more than this lifetime and more than this experience. So here she is really having to stay open And again, tapping into that higher heart, I feel that the Neptune energy strongly resonates with the vibration of the higher heart. And the reason why it's actually significant whenever Venus and Neptune interact is because Neptune is the higher octave of Venus. Every personal planet has an outer planet that is its higher octave. So Mercury is the human mind and the higher octave is Uranus, the cosmic mind. Venus is human love. Neptune is spiritual love. Mars is the human body and the human desires to go for what you want. And then Pluto is the evolutionary growth and the evolutionary desires that you're moving through. So whenever Venus interacts with this Neptune, she's really connecting with the higher, more evolved spiritual energies that she's quite familiar with and that support her, that remind her of the bigger energy fields in the galaxy, the bigger definitions of love, the more evolved states of consciousness that are open and available to her when she chooses to tap into them. So this also reminds her to perhaps forgive herself or to be very compassionate with herself in the realization she's had, in what she's learned about herself and her life. Um, This can again be through relationships. This can be what you've been learning through relationships, what has really been intense or deep for you, what has been very healing, very eye-opening. This is where you start to see things and you feel into them even more. And this is where Venus really gets some interesting downloads about her own truth and what resonates in her heart, what resonates in her deeper beingness on this planet. See, what I'm feeling right now is that because Venus is interacting so intensely with all these outer planets, she's being deeply reprogrammed and rewired. And this goes into our own feminine energies. This is where there is an invitation to go into more of your own feminine energies, regardless of your gender or sex, and to go into these parts of yourself that love and accept you no matter what, and that want you to feel good about who you are in this lifetime, and don't want you to carry around perhaps these energies or these cycles, habits, routines that really aren't reflecting love back to you. And when we do this work, when we have this level of awareness and new understandings around certain people in our lives and certain relationships or interactions we've had, this is where relationship changes happen because you're no longer wanting to connect with them or participate in an energy exchange that is no longer of the same frequency or vibration that you're at. 
This can also happen after the honeymoon phase of a new relationship where you are thinking someone is one way or you're projecting onto them, idealizing them, you know, rose-tinted glasses and all, and thinking they're a certain way and then you really get to know them or you really go into more of their truth and more of the reality of who they are. And this is where you start to see more than what meets the eye at first. And I feel like that's what this Venus is going to be realizing and understanding is that she's tapping into some clear, it looks like clearer energy streams, very fast moving energies, almost like that very direct, clear, it's like a bullet. It's just a very fast moving message of truth or understanding of truth. And what I'm feeling is that we can have a higher awareness of ourselves in relationships. Or maybe you look back on the past, let's say five years, 10 years, 20 years of your life. How would you describe who you were in a very objective way? And what would you say about how you showed up in relationships that you want to shift or you want to do differently or you're growing in a new direction, you're opening up in a new direction? I feel like these are the bigger messages that we're going to be feeling and sensing because Venus is reprogramming our hearts, reprogramming what we're attracted to and what we want, reprogramming what we need, and that changes how we interact in all ways with everyone. So you could have some very clear messages come through around relationships over these three months that show you who you are, how you show up, what you need, what you want, what you desire, and what no longer works for you in your own choices, in your own behavior, in your own actions. So it's very personal. This is where we also stay in a higher consciousness, where we're aware of ourselves and we hold ourselves to a higher standard and we hold ourselves to a certain expectation of action or choices or behaviors that no one else would even know. But that's part of the integrity of it. And it's like the integrity of the heart, but I also feel it as the integrity of how you want to live your life. And so I'm getting the example of ghosting someone. So if you've ever ghosted someone, and regardless of when that was, um, and ghosting means that you simply fall off face of the earth. You no longer correspond with them. You no longer interact with them. Something just comes to an end and it could be abruptly. Um, It could be for any number of reasons. But what, what they're showing me is that, you know, part of ghosting is the inability to communicate, to communicate honestly, responsibly, uh, to communicate with truth or to communicate in a way that, you know, really demonstrates what you're feeling with kindness. And so when ghosting happens, it's because there isn't the ability to do so. And I know that there's always excuses or reasons why people are okay with ghosting. But what I'm saying in the bigger sense here is that if you ghosted somebody and if you could have a conversation with them about what you were really feeling or what was really going on for you, would you want to be that version of yourself instead of the version of yourself that couldn't communicate? 
So again, this is just one minor example of how we hold ourselves to a certain standard, how we require more from ourselves because it's how we want to show up in the world. It's how we want to conduct relationships in a healthy and kind manner. And it's also something that only we know, right? And so this is just a very easy exercise to play around with and say, oh, well, how would I have done that differently? Or what would I have said in a way that was kind, that was respectful? Or what would I do now that maybe I didn't know to do previously, where you didn't have the tools or you didn't have the communication maturity? All of that is part of how we do relationships differently and how we shift in our relationship styles, our relationship habits. Uh, But of course, it starts with your own internal growth and your own internal awareness about how you show up in those relationships. And I suppose that example was relevant because Venus will enter Gemini, the energy of communication, on May 9th. And this is important because now Venus in Gemini is returning to the area where she was retrograde a year ago, where she went retrograde in May 2020. And this is now returning to what she's learned about communication, her own thought process, how she thinks, how she speaks, the activation of the throat chakra, what she's really come to understand in the past year around how she expresses herself and her needs in relationships. So as this Venus now returns to Gemini, she has learned a lot in the past year, but then she also meets up with that North Node, which is at 11 degrees of Gemini, and she will be exact the North Node on May 18th. So this is where there is an opening in her own perceptions and in her own self-expression that supports what she's here to share, how she thinks, and what she's understanding about herself and her own journey. So I feel like this is also important in terms of the ways that we're processing information, taking it in, and how we are thinking about things in a way that is keeping us open to growth. That Gemini energy enjoys learning. It wants stimuli. It wants to understand. It's very curious. So now we have Venus really understanding what she's learned in relationships over the past year, how she is able to speak up and speak her truth. And this is that activation of the throat chakra that I feel is going to move energy as well. Move it out and allow something to be heard, read, or seen that is validating, that's kind, that's loving to who you are. So this is a very interesting time here. We've moved through Venus, Aries, Taurus into Gemini, and she's really getting a new foundation and understanding of what's in her heart and what she wants to share, how she wants to connect, how she wants to cooperate, how she wants to experience life. And I feel like this definitely pertains to, again, our feminine energies, the divine feminine energies of rising up into new parts of ourselves that we have not accessed before. Again, there's this new, new, new that's coming through. And this is where there could be new kinds of people that you meet or interact with, new kinds of people, again, that you're attracted to or that you want to date or just hang out with, uh, new friends, new people in your local environment. I mean, this, this is really about looking at how you show up in relationships 
that honors and respects who you are, but that starts with honoring and respecting who you are now. And this Venus, she's on this journey of showing you more, more of what you're capable of, more of what's in your heart, more of how you're ready to grow and develop. And just that expansiveness that is is meant to flow. I mean, that's part of why I thought it was important to do this topic because we haven't had this type of reignition of the Venus energy in this way before. It's it's very interesting the cycle that's starting and what's moving through. You could feel very different. You could sense how you've changed and what we're invited to do is to fully accept that, to fully love ourselves, to fully embrace it, to see how far we've come and what's changed and to stay open to the ongoing growth and what may show up for you as a result of these new energies. There is a strengthening of self-love, self-acceptance. There's a strengthening of loving who you are now, what you're worthy of, what you believe is possible for you, and also the ability to ground it, to really allow these messages and these levels of self-understanding to be your new reality, to be your new experience of yourself and of the world. So I hope that this supports you in what you've been feeling, especially if it's been a rough time or you've been moving through a lot of big relationship themes. Uh, This is what's coming through now. This is what we're moving into and moving through. And it is a new start. It is the energy of a new day is dawning. And I hope that helps you with seeing why certain things ended, why you had to maybe let someone go, uh, why there was no longer a connection or there was no longer that energy of growing on the same trajectory. I hope this helps with some peace in your heart around those changes, which can be very big. But I feel like what is coming through here is a reminder of our eternalness as energy beings and that we are designed to keep growing and to keep regenerating, that we're designed to keep opening and expanding into more of life and into more of these energies. So thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast episode and I'll be back every Wednesday and Monday for another show and another weekly topic. Uh, You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online and please check out my YouTube channel where you'll find a variety of playlists covering all kinds of topics related to astrology, healing, and spiritual business development. Thank you so much. I wish you a beautiful day ahead and I will see you back here very soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.